Thanks for tuning in to Upward Way Podcast. If you're looking to be spiritually blessed, moved, and inspired, there is no doubt you are in the right place. On our show, guests recount their encounter with Christ and how their lives have been transformed through the grace and love of God. And now, please welcome our host. Hello and welcome to Upward Way. I am your host, Marlon Walters. My guest today is the co-founder and director at Loud Voice Ministry. Rosafam, welcome to Upward Way. Hi, Marlon. Thank you for having me. It's my privilege. It is indeed my privilege just the same. And I must commend you. You know, many young individuals, they think about life in terms of going out into the world to become popular, but you have committed your life to not only starting a ministry, but to growing a full-fledged ministry. I'm just going to start with this question. Loud voice ministry, I'm not sure how many persons do know about this ministry. Could you just give us a little background as to the inspiration behind the ministry? Absolutely. The idea behind loud voice is that, you know, you're called to start outpost centers, right? Uh, centers of influence to outreach to people. But then we started to realize that the place where most people spend the most time is actually our phones. And we were thinking, how can we reach people through their phones? And so we decided that we would have an app, an app where it could be a center of influence in the center of our lives. And so um, we created this app where people can find um, godly music, godly podcasts such as this um got sermons and so much more a place where where there's health talks um talks on how to improve the studies and so many things where where we can not only use it as a discipleship tool but also as an outreach tool where um let's say someone is suffering with diabetes we can send them a send them um a podcast on that on how to overcome and live a more healthy life and then they can be slowly directed to godly music, sermons, as the Holy Spirit guides and lead them. So that's kind of the picture of loud voice to reach those that we cannot humanly reach, but let the Holy Spirit guide them through the internet. And that's pretty much what loud voice is. That's indeed awesome. And I have to jump on the term you use because it's one I remember being introduced to a few years ago, centers of influence. But in my mind at the time, when we spoke about centers of influence, we focused on a physical structure, you know, somewhere in a city center. But for you, you have maximized the digital evangelism platform and you have made your center of influence available online. I consider that brilliant. So you being co-founder and director at Loud Voice Ministry, what do you do in your, let's say, everyday, day-to-day operation? We have a small team of seven full-time workers and off and on we'll have various volunteers who volunteer in different things and so a lot of my work is communicating with um, the team it's a small ministry you have to do everything even if you're the president so currently we are lacking videographers filmmakers so my praise a lot for giving me the privilege to learn it up and so that is what i've been spending a lot of time doing um editing and filming videos. And actually, for hearers, um, you can check out the YouTube channel, Loud Voice YouTube channel, and you can find weekly music videos uploaded there. Yeah. And I understand that you actually produce a video 
every week. So, you know, I mean, yes, yes. a small team and you have to be doubling up. So, you know, what is it like? I mean, how difficult, how easy is it for you? Well, I got to say it's, it's far from easy, but praise the Lord that he has sustained us so far. You know, a lot of times it's like just there, like on Friday afternoon, we finish the video and then we upload it. And then the whole process just repeats again and again. But we are praying for God to send more workers and hopefully we'll be able to expand and continue to keep it going. Later, I'll give you a chance to share some more. So my listeners, please bear in mind that later in the interview, Russell will give more insight into what is done at Loud Voice because he just gave it us a little nutshell, a little preface, but there is a lot more that is done there. Your life itself, I want you just to give a little background, you know. Where did your faith journey begin? Yeah, so that's, that's going way back. Um, I really praise the Lord for this privilege that I grew up in a Christian Adventist institution. So my parents, my father founded um, this ministry called Anan Healthcare in Malaysia, a sanitarium and a training center here. And from young, I praise God that God gave me a very good Adventist upbringing. And that is how constantly I was being guided to follow God's will. And I believe a lot of that has to do with where I am now as well, because of that, that mindset of, being in ministry and doing what God wants us to do. Yeah, so I grew up in an Adventist home. I was homeschooled and I have two younger siblings. Yeah. Okay, so growing up in this setting, you did say your father was also a minister. What was life like for you as a, let's say, an infant or a preteen, your teenage years? You know, what was life like? Yeah, Um. It was interesting to say the least, I, I guess. So because I live in an institution with approximately 100 other people, there was always activities. Um, there was lots of students who came in to study the medical missionary program and things like that. So I guess there were good and there was bad, I guess, because there was a lot of influences, um, both good influences and bad influences, there being so many people. And also, I would say that growing up, there was a high level of stress because um, my dad was the president and founder. So there was an expectation for you to be the perfect kid, the one who knows everything, knows the Bible, to follow all the regulations and all these things. So that was the thing that I believe um, I struggled the most um, growing up. But I actually really appreciate it because if I did not have that upbringing, I would not be where I am right now. I love that honesty. And you spoke about that reality of sometimes the pressure of expectations on the shoulder. You are still pretty young in the sense of, you know, you look youthful and I know you are youthful without even asking or even disclosing your age. But there might be a young person right now, maybe a pastor's child, or there might be let's say the child of teachers or you know other prominent or important persons in society and they feel that pressure not just from a spiritual standpoint but purely academic i would want you to take a few minutes just to speak to that young boy you know that young girl as to what they can actually do to cope in terms of being their own individual finding their own 
identity despite the societal expectations and pressure? Mm. That's a very deep question. So some people enjoy it, some people don't. For those people who don't, I would like to tell them that they probably cannot change much. They cannot change their circumstance. And for me growing up, I felt like running away a lot of times. I felt like, oh, this is too much for me. I, I can't take it anymore. And I just wanted to go off to study somewhere. I go, go to America or whatnot. But I think that if whoever if feels this pressure, if you stick with it and you let, let it do its um, desired purpose in that it forces you and it pushes you to that next level, the best version of yourself, because there's pressure all the way in life, even in the corporate world, wherever you go, there's pressure. So the earlier you learn to be able to deal with this pressure, the more successful you will be in life. I would like to say that it's not possible to do it by yourself. It would not be possible for me to do that by myself as well. The only way that I was able to go through what I did was first of all, amazing parents, but really experiencing Christ for myself, having a connection with God. So let's say when, when I feel cornered or I feel really pressured or I feel um, tempted to give up or run away or sometimes tempted to get proud of who I am or whatever it might be, that is where God comes in so important, you know, where he can either humble you or he can give you the courage and the sustenance to be able to face all these challenges. So a connection with God, that's really key. Prayer, devotional life. That's like the building blocks. If you don't have that, I don't know. You will need a lot of help from God. And I must also say, I, I am so pleased in how you end by saying it's that spiritual nurturing, you know, it's your own personal devotional life. And so Russell's answered for you in case you had that question, you know, how do I handle the pressures? Then you have to ensure that you take time out to nurture your own one-to-one relationship with God. I want to add a little bit more. So a lot of times on youth with pressure, it depends. I've seen some who, who really just want to experience the world. So they really try to go in the opposite direction. But if you're someone who wants to do what is right, but you aren't really able to cope with the pressure, you need to find someone, talk to your parents about it. Um, let your parents know that you have such a pressure and do not lean to the counsel of your own circle, own society, because that is very dangerous. Ask your parents for advice and communicate with them or connect with other spiritual youths. Now with the internet, it's so easy to do that. So if you do that, then you will have some sort of companionship. Obviously, the, the best companionship and the most important companionship is with Jesus as a friend with him. But it's also really important to have someone on earth that can be there for you as well. Indeed, sound doctrine. And as you spoke about communing with persons of your own peers, I recall a story I read in the, in the Bible. I can't remember if it is King Rehoboam or King Jeroboam. But- I believe it's Rehoboam. Rehoboam, right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so for Rehoboam, when the persons after his father would have died and he became king, he was approached by you know, members of his kingdom and they said, you know, we are willing to serve you as long as you are king, but we're asking you just to lighten our load. And so he said, okay, give me some time. So he went, he consulted with the elders 
And the elders said, yes, if you lighten their loads, then things will be better for you. But somehow he wasn't satisfied. So he went to his peers and his peers said, well, if your father asks them to, let's say, make bricks using sand, I know that was not the exact thing, but let us say sand and, and cement, then you let them use mud <laughs> and, and straw to make them. Yeah. And as a result, you know, his kingdom did not last. So that's, those are words of wisdom for any young person. It's okay to rely on your peers, but you have to broaden the scope in terms of where you go looking. Absolutely. For Absolutely. I imagine, I don't know, that you are an avid reader or you enjoy reading books. So whether that is the case, yes, son, I'm going to ask, you know, maybe what book or books have you read in your life that you would say would have had the greatest impact on your life? Greatest impact. That's a very difficult question, you know. Um, I love reading especially all the SLP books, Spirit Prophecies. Um, I would say that I've read probably the majority of my books, uh, excluding the ministry release, Testimonies of Church, and um, some of the letters, and those that were not really documented so much. So I'm going through those now, working on those, but definitely the Spirit Prophecy offers almost basically all the knowledge that one needs to navigate life um, as a Christian and of course the Bible but I would say of all the spirit prophecy books my favorite has to be Steps to Christ Christian Leadership I believe it's Christian Leadership and Gospel Workers these three are, are really great books that I like a lot I read Christian Leadership um, at least once a year that's amazing that's amazing you know there are many young persons they just don't like reading but you are an avid. I tell everybody that if you want to to know God more, you just have to read. If you want your spiritual life to grow, you just have to read. If there's no way of working around that. Yeah. Along your spiritual journey, and especially coming from a family where your ministry, I would say, was in your DNA, can you recall ever being given an assignment that you know? This is God speaking to you. This is an assignment I would want you to do, but you are saying, God, please, I don't want to have anything to do with this particular assignment. Have you had an experience like that? Way too many times, brother. Way too many times. But I praise God that God has always came through and he has softened my hardened heart. And um, yeah, just for example, loud voice itself. I did not want to start loud voice. Why is that? To tell the truth, God told me to start loud voice at a period of time when I had not finished my high school. I had not finished my high school. And to me, that did not make any logical sense whatsoever. Depends how you see it, but to me, it was kind of like a humiliation because when people ask you, oh, what, what's your degree? What, what, what do you have? You know, I'm like, um, I don't have anything. I don't even have a high school certificate. So I really did not want to start. But I praise God that God made himself really clear and he opened the way. He convicted my heart. And yeah, God is good. When he calls, he provides and he has the best plan in mind. And it will only take time for us to realize the blessing in following God's plan. Yeah. I would want you to, if you can recall word for word, that last line about it's only the best to follow God's plan. Just for my sake and the audience's sake, if you could just re re echo and repeat that line. I'm sorry, I, I totally forgot um the, the exact words. 
you could paraphrase it. It's it's okay. Yeah, I guess the paraphrase for that is that in life, there's many things that God calls us to do that will not be what we want to do. But if we learn to submit and surrender to God's will, when we say, okay, I'm going to follow you, no matter what, regardless of whether I like or not, when self dies and we are willing to follow God, he will always bless us because he knows the best plan for us. And even if at that moment we don't realize it, we don't realize um, how much of a blessing it is, I promise that in time, you will definitely see the blessing in it when you get to see the big picture. Even if you don't see it when we go to heaven, we have to trust our God that he knows what's best and he loves me, therefore he will give me the best plan. Amen. We have to trust God because he has the best plan. This next question, I wouldn't say it's a difficult question for you, but it surrounds, you know, striking a balance. So in life, we have struggles, we have difficulties, we have disappointments. So how do you strike that balance? When you face disappointments, maybe even rejection, etc., how it is that you are able to overcome these challenges? and then to get back to the point where you can persevere and move forward with your life? It's a very good question. You know the verse that says, all things work together for good to those who love God? I really believe that verse. Without a doubt, there will come many times where you will get discouraged, disheartened on when things don't go your way. I recently heard this phrase, yes, escaped my mind, I'm sorry. But basically the idea is that when one door closes, it is an opening for another door. And so let me give you an example with loud voice as well. It somehow works out pretty well. So before I started loud voice, I started something called ACMC, Asia Christian Music Conference. And so we are planning this global conference um, where musicians, Christian musicians could gather together. And I was putting all my effort into that for, for more than a year, I believe, to plan this, this really big conference. And that didn't work out because of COVID. When COVID came, borders were closed. It was impossible to do a global conference and everything fell apart. And because that failed, in, in a sense, till now it's still lying dormant. We hope to do a conference next year, but um, currently it's at, at the site. It seemingly has failed. But because of that, it was a redirection towards loud voice because we were saying similar goals what can we do online? And, and that was a redirection. So I was really disappointed when we could not have the conference, but it was a guiding to loud voice, a stepping stone. And there's so many things, big, small ways, yeah, and like in relationships. So if, if you like someone a lot, but that didn't work out, maybe it's God's guidance to someone else. You know, I'm not sure if that answered your question, but I hope it did. Well, it has, uh- you don't have to respond, let us say, the way I think, but it's based on your own experience and interpretation. So in a nutshell, your response is that you would have faced disappointment in terms of expectations, and no doubt that would have had its own impact. But you have seen where God worked things out in another way, and oftentimes a better way. And I have my own experiences along those lines. So I, I can fully well you know, relate to what you have just shared. Now, especially as a young individual, you know, there are many young persons who sometimes they, they struggle with their faith and 
what I've heard, especially in recent times, is that the struggle with the faith isn't so much that persons are not interested in God, persons are not necessarily interested in Christianity. But sometimes based on how church operates, then they become discouraged. Now, from your own personal experience, what would have been maybe one or two reasons why individuals, especially the young, would just, let's say, throw in the towel on their faith and just walk away from it? I think the main reason why one would walk away is that they have not had a personal experience with God. So God to them isn't real. They cannot see God, to put it in that sense. Um, because if you have personal experience with God, then he's your friend, right? You would not want to leave him. And one thing that I've been noticing, noticing among the youth um, is that many youth today have become very lazy. Very lazy in many, many ways. Not only in studies, in work, in whatever it might be, but even in their spiritual life. So if you are not willing to put the effort to want to experience God, then how will you experience the power, right? So I always tell the youth in my church or whenever I meet anyone, they're like, how do you do all this? You know, you're so young and all these things. My answer to that is always, you just need to test God. You need to spend that time to get to know God and if you do that, you experience God and your faith just grows and grows and you'll be able to do great things for God in the way that God sees fit for each individual. That's an interesting one that many young people are lazy, but <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> but it is so true because when we think about serving God and ministry, one question that pops in our minds is, you know, how will I survive you know how will i be able to pay my bills how will i be able to afford food how will i be able to travel and i gather too that is one thing that you know keeps people's minds away from ministry now you're doing full-time ministry i'm not going to ask you to share with us you know your financial returns and so on but the, the bible does promise us in different passages that you know God will take care of his own. As a full-time minister, you know, how have you seen those promises fulfilled in your own life? And there's a reason I ask this question. So after you answer, I will, you know, share the reason. <laughs> All right. I'm a firm believer that if it's God's will, it's his will. And so, so many times, um, you know, I travel around quite extensively and I see how God really blesses his own, those who are really fully consecrated to him. And there has never been in my life um, a single time where God has not come true in terms of finance. There has not been a time where our ministry or my dad's ministry has ever stopped because of finance. Finance, I believe, is the smallest problem for God, the really the smallest pro problem for God. His problem is with human beings who are not willing to trust him enough. And I've experienced that in my own life, but more so I would say in a ministry level. To start a ministry like Loud Voice, it costs a lot. It costs really, really a lot. And let me just share with you a little testimony of Loud Voice. So just now I mentioned that I did not want to start Loud Voice, right? I prayed for two signs. One is that God would provide the people 
talented people because I believe that's, that's the, the most difficult thing to get. And the second was finance. We were starting the ministry at the pinnacle of the COVID pandemic. Everyone was closing down. Everyone was keeping their money and trying to save as much as possible. It was basically impossible to raise funds at, at such a time. At that time, we had to raise more than half a million. So, so it was practically almost impossible. But I told God, if you want to start it, well, you go ahead and give us the money. You go and you go ahead and provide us. And God provided it in in a very short time. And so, to me, I I, I really believe looking in the past how God has guided and led. Um, I have assurance that in the future God will do so as well. And the ministry that my dad started, Anan, we have been functioning for more than 20 years and not once with around 100 people living in this institution. And God has provided for every single one of us for the past 20 years. And, and I believe God will do so continually as well. Yeah. Amen. So just to provide a little background for you and also the listeners, what I would ask, because you started this ministry loud voice, and I have to say it a little louder, loud voice. <laughs> and, you know, the web address, it's loudvoice.com. On the webpage, you will see, you know, different things. But when you look at speaker, there are quite a number of popular faces, names that you would see. And just for perspective, you would notice that Pastor John Broadshaw, who is the speaker presenter of It Is Written, is one of the speakers that is a part of Loud Voice. Then you go over to artists and you see a long list of names, <laughs> uh, of which I don't know, but there are some that I actually would have been familiar with. So with this ministry, a little over a year, close to two years, you know, how do you get so many individuals to be a part of, you know, to share on the platform? I really believe it's God's leading and God's grace. Sorry, before you continue, my apologies for interrupting. At the start, you, you did indicate that you have not yet even started the promotion. So, you know, how is it that, you know, so many individuals are already a part? So you can continue. Yeah, I can take all the credit um, for that. Because I praise a lot that God has given us this privilege to be placed in this position to be probably one of the biggest self-supporting institutions in Southeast Asia. And so Loud Voice is under Anan Healthcare. And so we, we are working very closely together. And so my dad has been, been in the ministry for so long. And he was, in fact, classmates with John Bradshaw. So, yes. So, um, with all these many years of connections, we were able to reach out to a lot of these people, especially the advisory board. Yeah. And also for all the various artists, we praise a lot that there are a lot of like-minded people. God has lots of like-minded people. And when we shared with them, um, a little bit of what our mission was. They're willing to come on board to support the work and be the first few to, to join um, the platform. So it's all God's grace. Yes, awesome. So I'm just going to give you uh, a chance now, an opportunity just to share with the listenership, you know, how can they get in touch with Loud Voice? 
Yes, there's YouTube. Yes, there's Facebook. But I know there are a myriad of other ways. And then after, I will let you, you know, share a little about some of the projects that you currently do, et cetera, et cetera. But, but first, you could just provide the contact information. How can they get involved? Yes. Yeah, so if you just want to generally get in touch with us, you can email us at support at loudvoice.com or you can just send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whichever you would like. Also on our YouTube channel, you can comment on our videos or contact us there. And also we have an app, the Loud Voice app. It is currently almost finished. The app is already on the App Store, available globally, App Store and Android Store. So you can go ahead and download it and it will be receiving an update to let it load a lot faster very soon, probably by January 1st or so. Um, the app will be updated and you can use it for free, um, listening to all these um, speakers and podcasts and music and all this. Right. And the second part, you know, some of the projects that you work on, because I know each week there's a weekly video, but there's also a sub of sing-along, among other things. So could you just share with us some of the current projects and also some of the upcoming projects that you have been working on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, before that, one more, one more thing is that we are looking for workers. You're looking for workers, you're looking for volunteers um, anywhere you are. You can work remotely. You can come to Malaysia. We have a beautiful institution. You can search up Google in and healthcare and you'll be able to see the views. Music videos we film are pretty much um, in that area. So if you would be interested to work, whether you're a videographer, um, a producer, sound engineer, or marketing expert, whatever it might be, and you would like to serve the lot in media ministry, do let us know and, and hit us up. You can email me personally at russell at loudvoice.com. R-U-S-S-E-L-L at loudvoice.com. And so some of the projects we are working on, we're working on many projects at the moment. Currently, so as you mentioned, we have the sing-along. We do uh, alternate weeks. It was actually inspired by Sandra Anderman from Australia, where she also does sing-along. Basically, it's to worship together, singing praises to God, online together and people can pick songs so if you're interested to join that you can check out our facebook page follow it like it and then you'll receive notifications when we have our live sing along so it's basically a way that people can interact with us um a lot more that way and what are some other projects we are mainly now focusing on trying to stabilize our app and getting more producers on board that is something that we are really spending a lot of our time on and also doing music videos because we realize that music videos is something that can really bless a lot of people in a short amount of time. So that is something we do on the side, part of um, promotion, but also just overall to, to send a blessing out. That is pretty much what we are working on. We have more plans in the future like starting a missionary society as part of Loud, Loud Voice um, where we use the finances that we are able to get to support missionaries, send out missionaries to unreached places. And at the core of Loud Voice is that we hope to be able to get the audiences who listen, who use Loud Voice to support the producers on Loud Voice. 
So the main motivating idea is that basically loud voice doesn't earn anything. 100% profit goes to missions. So let's say there is a missionary in Africa and he wants to do mission work, but he needs to find a way to support himself. And so when he does a podcast sharing his testimonies of how God has been blessing him in the mission field, then he's able to share that, just, just maybe spend 30 minutes a week, maybe just record a podcast and share his story, post it, and people are able to, to basically hear his stuff and support him. And we have so many things coming on, like various ways where audiences can support individual producers. So I can choose to send more money to, let's say, Marlon's podcast or whatever it might be. That's how we plan to get it to work. There will always be a free version, but we also plan to have the premium version where they have a lot more features. And in the premium version, the idea is that for the price of a meal a month, you can support God's work. So it'll be really cheap, something like Spotify, where they have a subscription per month, and maybe it's like 10 USD or maybe even less. And they can support um, all these various missionaries, digital missionaries. Sounds exciting. And just for the sake of the audience, I know some of what you might have shared might have passed them. So let me just go back. Russell did say that they are currently in the process of recruiting or looking forward to having individuals joining the team. So they are individuals who are skillful, maybe in graphic work, videography, in engineering, any of those skill sets that you have, you can actually join the team. And he did say, you don't have to pack your suitcase and head to Malaysia. There are also opportunities for you to do work remotely. But also another important element that he has just outlined is that Loud Voice is still looking for producers. So there are individuals out there. You may have an idea for a podcast, or you might also be a singer, and you'd want your music to be a part of Loud Voice. It's an opportunity for you. And just let me get back to what was shared, the web address. It's loudvoice.com, L-O-U-D-V-O-I-C-E.com. And for contact information, what Russell has just shared is that you can send an email directly to him. That's russell at loudvoice.com, R-U-S-S-E-L-L at L-O-U-D-V-O-I-C-E.com. So I hope you would have garnered all of that bit of information <laughs> I just try to share. Yeah. I, I just want to add um, for the hiring part, you don't even need to be a skillful worker. All you need is a heart of serving God. And if you're willing to serve God, you're willing to do your best, God can do the rest. We don't only look for certification and all those things. I don't have a certificate myself, but God can use those who are willing to be used. As we say, he doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the call. And, you know, Amen. what you just said, Russell, um, in terms of having, quote unquote, certification to prove your expertise. If we look at some of the popular individuals internationally, the person who started, let's say, Apple or Facebook or some of the large mega companies, many of them would say they were high school or university dropouts. So, in a nutshell, once you are committed to the cause, and especially to the cause of Christ, then all you need is your HGP, Holy Ghost 
power. Amen, amen, amen. God is good. God is good. Yes. The last question I want to throw at you is a very easy question, you know. What would surprise most person about Rosafam? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know. I guess I can disclose my age. I'm 20 years old. Um, I started loud voice when I was 18. Yeah. So a lot of people do not actually know my age. So I guess that's something. Well, I don't sing well, even though I'm starting a music ministry. Not, not only music, but media ministry. I'm an introvert. All right. That's just something that might um, surprise many people. Yes, I'm an introverted person. Yeah, but God is able to, to help us overcome our weaknesses. And not saying that being introverted is a weakness, but overcoming the negative sides of being an introvert. It's interesting that you did mention that because we consider a leader to be someone who is out there in your face, front and center, you know, always visible. But we sometimes think that the person who is introverted or someone who seems to recoil to him or herself that this person is not a leader. But leaders come in different ways, shapes, and forms. And so that is something that is important. And as you mentioned your age, Paul's words to Timothy was, you know, let no man despise their youth. So whether you are well-aged at a ripe old age or you are very young, you are still worthy to do the work of the master. I must say thank mm. you today for being my special guest, my listeners. My guest today is Russell Pham. He is co-founder and director at Loud Voice Ministry. Could I add one, one more thing? I'm, I'm really sorry for interrupting. Yes. Before we go, I know you may have a parting word or a few to share with our listeners. So it's your time. It's not exactly parting words yet, but I'll, I'll get to that. I would like to say that if you are able to surround yourself with people that are better than yourself, you would be able to really um, push, push the work for God's honor and glory. Um, loud voices, I mentioned one part where God provided the funds. God also provided the people. And that is what I'm actually most grateful for. God called people who were experienced, people who were in the industry. We have another CEO that started his own IT company here in Malaysia, a very successful young man, younger than 30 years old, gave up his job to join Loud Voice. He's our CFO. And another um, friend of mine that joined the team, he was also working in one of the biggest tech, um, tech companies here in Malaysia, getting a very high pay. But he was also inspired um, and convicted to give his life to God. He's our sound engineer, Linus V. I, I believe you know, know him as well. And, and so many others. None of my team member, Ian Chow. He's also an IT specialist and really talented young man for God. And so I, I just want to take this opportunity also to thank them because without them, it would be impossible to, to do any of this. I really praise God for them a lot. So parting words. So I guess someone who would be listening up to now would probably be someone who is interested in, in ministry or probably someone that is probably around my age or someone that is young at heart, maybe even who wants to serve the Lord. I just want to say that pray. Pray for God to give you a burden. And when God gives you a burden, 
follow through with that burden. And when you follow what God wants you to do, when you say that you fully surrender and live a life of surrender, following his will, he will lead you to places. It might not be necessarily be great in the sight of men, but it will be great in the sight of God. You know, um, just now in the prayer that Marlon prayed, say that even if this podcast could bless one person, that is great in the sight of God already. And that would have been worth it. And so don't get discouraged if you're in the midst of um, this pandemic and you're meeting many closed doors. Just trust, trust God. Rest in his arms and he will bring us through. It is his work. He will take care of it. Amen. Amen. Very powerful words on which to end. You've been in tuned to Upward Way. Do join us again next week when we'll have another interesting guest sharing his or her story of faith. Please subscribe to weekly episodes on the Apple, AWR, Lord Voice, Podcast Guru, or Spotify apps. Or you can go to our Facebook page, that's Upward Way Facebook page, click like and leave a comment. Until then, I am Marlon Walters saying goodbye. May God bless you. You've been listening to the Upward Way Podcast, the number one audio production show for people who want encouragement and reassurance in a muddled world.